Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Let's go get him. That's another one for the fire. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Horror Vision. I'm your host, John, uh, along with special first-time guest host, Sean. Howdy do. Howdy do. That's how you want to do You know what Al's first time he, he did? <laughs> what? He's, he said, well, 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 gee, what the fuck did he say? It was something. Uh, how's it going, fellas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so we got a a good one here for you, a relatively good one. Um, it's at least we got to see a new release with uh, the craziness that's been going on. But uh, the local drive-in had the new uh, Dave Franco film, The Rental. Um, it was it was a movie. It, it, was, it was it was it was interesting. It wasn't a waste yeah. of time. So because yeah, I mean, what do you do with your time now? Uh, just pretty much just hang around and jerk it, you know. Exactly. There's nothing. There's nothing to do with this pandemic. You can only do that so many times, dude. And then you're just. Sometimes you just got to kick another gear in there. You know what they say, Sean? Man, there's only so much lotion in the world. <laughs> hey, some people turn into the dry rubs. Then you know it's kind of <laughs> like wings. You like it wet, you dry rub it. What kind of rub you doing? Uh, dude, I'm getting some wings this weekend for fucking <laughs> NHL's back, baby. There it is. All right, there it is. All right, so yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. So, wait, hey, what's what's? Let's give the people a little bit of your horror background. Do you like uh, scary movies? <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite scary movie? Uh, big '90s and '80s. Uh, I like Halloween's and the Screams. All of them are really great. Uh, the classic 80s and 90s scary movies are great. Wes Craven, uh, and enjoy a lot of his films. Rom's R. R. I. P. Bad, but um, I like uh, the slashers are definitely where up my alley. The the zombies and the older the older real older ones like Dawn of the Dead, you know, not great with. They're they're fine, but sometimes you just tell like the scenes kind of just take forever. Yeah, so I was, we uh, we had the double feature with this one. The second movie they showed the original Evil Dead, and I could kind of tell like I, I love the e, like the classic yeah. gory and just like ridiculous, but I could tell that wasn't uh, no, that wasn't your just, favorite movie. They just kept coming <laughs> back, and it's like like I don't it doesn't have to have like realistic guts and blood and everything. Like you know, sometimes it's even funnier that it has like clearly like a severed head and limb that is just total plastic, but. Um, it's a lot of them just took forever. 
Like, you just had, like, five minutes straight of, like, a zombie, like, trying to get through the trap door, and that's all you see is a shot between the guy standing in the corner and the zombie trying to get through the trap hey, door. Hey, they worked, with, they worked with what they had. That budget of that movie was so, so like the I, I feel like you'd like the second one better. The second one has a lot more comedy. And the third one's just, a, just pretty much just, it's a comedy before it's a horror. The third one's awesome. Army of Darkness. Yeah, I'd have uh, to check them out, but... Yeah, I was, try- I was trying to think all day. I was remembering back because there was some asshole at the drive-in that had his lights on in front of us, and everyone was flashing their lights, honking their horn at him for like right. a while, and he wasn't turning them off. And there was that one old dude like sitting next to us. Yeah, in the car. <laughs> and he went up going up and getting to turn the lights off, but he was talking to somebody like when he was walking back, and he said something so ridiculous. Like I think it, it was, was just- the usher that he was talking to, the guy that worked there. That and after he came and told him to turn the lights off, he came back to the guy. He was probably asking for his money back. Something, but he said something so ridiculous because we had the window down, we could hear. But I cannot, I cannot fucking remember. I just remember he, just trying not to laugh, like because I got he, completely here. When he first told the guy to like ask the usher guy to go turn his lights off, he was like trying to watch a movie here. <laughs> like, oh, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm glad he did it though, because every we kept saying too, we're like, well, someone's gonna, someone will go up there and tell them. Yeah. Also, we were thinking that he he's so old that he's not aware that they have indoor movies now. Oh, dude, he was definitely in that car getting a handy from his wife for oh, sure. Hey, that's Wr- what wrinkles and all. I hope, I hope that when I'm that age, that's that's my that's what I do for like a Tuesday night. Also, we watch some movie on the Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> we did. All right, all right. Let's jump into the uh, rental here. Uh, Dave Franco's first directorial debut here. Um, Danny uh, Catherine his wife in it, so there's some nepotism in there. Yeah, well, is it? So I was nepotism. I thought that was like relative. I guess you're technically. I mean, your wife, is, your wife is a relative, not by blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nepotism. You can't, uh, you can't just like. Well, like, Allison Bree's cool, so it was not. I thought uh, yeah. she had she had the funniest line in the movie, but uh, so he you'll know Dave Franco from like a lot of comedies. He's like he's pretty much just known as James Franco's younger brother, which yeah. is crazy because he looks like he's about like eighteen, nineteen years old, but really he's like almost forty, which is fucking that's nuts. Yeah, it's also crazy how. The age difference there are is between them, but they still look super similar, like almost identical. Yeah, I mean they're probably they they still look young. Like maybe they're vampires, dude. They could be. I wouldn't be surprised if like ninety percent of Hollywood is either vampires or like lichens or something. Hey, I don't come onto your podcast and start spouting <laughs> propaganda. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. Have you ever seen that one where they had like an uh, ancient painting that looked exactly like Keanu Reeves? No. Yeah, there's like this painting they dug. It's not ancient, but it's like from like the 1800s, and they're like, it looks spot on to Keanu Reeves. And they're like, dude, is he like immortal? He's a time traveler. He's the Highlander, dude. In the end, there can be only one. That's what they say. But I saw one time there was two. Yeah, that's how they keep making sequels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah but uh i think for his first movie he i think he did a pretty solid job he also has a screenwriting credit on that along with uh joe swanberg whoever the fuck that is i'll click on his name on tv out of respect to jeff 
Oh, he was in uh, one of the segments for VHS, which is like a horror compilation. But nothing's really sticking out about his career here. He's done some things. Good for him. I always like to see people doing things, out there doing things, yeah. being things, doing things, you know. You kind of could tell that it was like, uh, kind of like someone's like first time movie. So it was probably a couple. It was probably his and Dave's when they both had the reins for the first time. Yeah, I, I don't think he did a bad job. I'd be interested to see. So we'll get into it more like along the spoiler territory, but uh, it definitely set up where there can be more. This honestly seemed like the opening act, you know, like it's set yeah. up a bigger thing, especially the way it ends. Oh, you know, there's going to be a rental, too. But also we'll talk about that in the pros and cons, because there's some cons there where there is some massive plot holes in this. Yeah. Just like you, you pointed, you pointed yeah. out the one when they were doing the segment at the end. It was like that's this would be yeah, easily traced. <laughs> yeah, like it wouldn't even be close to being like a, like a killing spree as the as it kind of seemed like they were leading into. Dude, I forgot. So I was looking back at uh, Dave Franco's like past work and stuff. I forgot that he was in the last season of Scrubs. Oh yeah. Uh, the last season of Scrubs kind of sucked butthole, though. Yeah, they all were like JD, they were JD and all of them were kind of like professors or something. Yeah, they're like real doctors now. Yeah, and uh, I liked it when they were Scrubs. See, that's that was my problem. I thought that was James Franco up until like like when they put Scrubs back out on Netflix no, like a year or two dude, ago. Dude, James Fra- Franco's best acting was when he was like younger around that age. Did you ever see Freaks and Geeks? Yeah. Freaks and Geeks was fucking awesome. The All right. Like, those boys. Them, them boys. I would hate to have my last name to be Franco, though. Hey, Franco! That's because I know too many Franks and none of them. I was going to say, yeah. I was going <laughs> to say, what about Franco Harris? But then, oh, that's not his last like, name. That's and, even worse if it's your first yeah, name. Yeah. And Why I don't also don't drop, like him. Drop the L and go by uh, Frank. <laughs> He probably just went by hairs. Oh, God. All right, let's jump into the cast here. All right, first we got Danny Stevens as Charlie. Uh, I get, we'll just I get to... It wasn't terrible. Uh, like, I get, he, he was kind of like a believable character, I guess, but... Um, so, well, I'll talk about it a little bit in, like, the pros and cons. Like, the characters were believable characters. Like, I thought all the acting was solid, but the problem was... I'll I'll get into it in the pros and cons because they all had very big flaws, and I'm not talking like issues like normal everyday people have flaws, but like at that point you don't root for them. Yeah. And so and you're a big slasher guy, so you know. So if you can't root for the people in it, you're going to root for the slasher. But right, it was this isn't like this isn't like a slasher movie until it became a slasher movie. For yeah, like it's 10 like the minutes. last. Yeah, it's like the last 20, 25 minutes was yeah. when, like, the killing kind of. All right. So basically, like, the main overall plot in this is two couples. Um, they rent out a like a, a house, yeah. like Airbnb style, uh, off the the coast, high, high up on like this mountain cliff. Looked or to whatever. be like Oregon, um, like off the Oregon coast, definitely west coast. Yeah, you can tell. You've been out there, you know. Oh yeah, it's like where they shot uh, the Hunger Strike video. Oh my, stealing bread, tall grass and everything. You have Eddie Vedder <laughs> hiding in the grass. 
like a Pokemon. <laughs> that one scene they had, one which was a pretty cool scene when they had the killer coming out of the fog. It was just Eddie Vedder back there with like that sinister smile. Honestly, yeah. you know I did like, like creepy that masks. That was pretty awesome. That's um, like so you know how they have like different creepy masks and stuff like that. So I didn't hate the mask in this one. Like it, it wasn't anything crazy, but it was kind of creepy. It was like an old man. Yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of generic, and I feel like that's kind of what they wanted to do. Yeah. I feel like that's what good old Davy Boy was like. But, He's like, I don't want to like. You, have, like, you seen that the Hunger one. Strike video? Like, it made me think like of creepy masks. Like, you know, like the original Halloween mask is a William Shatner like Star Trek oh, yeah. mask repainted. repainted. Yeah. Yeah. So, what if you took you know how like Eddie when he's singing does that like scowl with like the crazy eyes and the face if you took a mask like that and then just did something <laughs> with it like that'd be like a sinister mask we gotta get a hold of Eddie Vedder <laughs> I wonder I wonder if William Shatner when he first saw Halloween in like in the 80s was or what was the first one came out 79 or something so, yeah 78 79 I wonder if he saw it and it was like god damn it that's my face he was probably like whoa I need to get a hold of my agent <laughs> something is not right <laughs> <laughs> but it reminds yeah. me that that new that eminem uh rap god it's the, oh, yeah. so, something is wrong i can feel it <laughs> i'm only gonna say this once <laughs> all right let's hop into the cast here so uh of the two co- oh we didn't even say what the plot yeah basically that's the plot of the movie two couples they get an airbnb uh, the caretaker lets him in. He's like this creepy old dude. Um, and then who, uh, one of the characters, uh, uh, she immediately pegs him as being racist just be- because, um, I guess she tried to book it under her name earlier and her name, uh, is like real middle Eastern sounding. So she straight up, like right to his face, just asked him like, do you handle the booking? Because I try to book it under my name and I was denied. And then, you know, well, that's that's the other thing. That person, it. that person could be like racist, but at the same time, like, so there's yeah. missing information there because he also just he could have just been sexist. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and like it's kind of like the drive up to there, up to the place. Like she was kind of you already got the feeling that like she was gonna be like the bitchy one of the group. Um, it was like a total twenty. It's like a twenty twenty movie. Like you can tell just because every little problem that she had was based on someone's you know, character and was just not mm-hmm. taking it at face value. He's like, oh, he's sexist. Oh, he's racist. Oh, yeah. he's dirty. Because she even made the comment, like, you own this place because he doesn't look like a rich guy. kind of looks like a plumber. So, yeah. And he took that as offensive as well. So, like, everything that she was saying was, like, just about his character and not about, you know, anything at, at face value. Yeah. That's, that's like, pretty pretty spot on there. Um so what what else do we have to cover in the snops? They're pretty much the only thing in the snops is so they're at the house having a good time. Turns out that there is cameras like in a shower and shit. Um, some bad decisions about what they should do about that. And yeah. the next thing you know, a killer shows up. So that's that's your basic uh, little gist there. And, the and uh, with the characters, the the two couples, the two are brothers. The two men are brothers, and uh, the one brother. Uh, it's Stan Stevens' character. His uh, best friend is his brother's girlfriend. So they have like a they work together and they have like a working relationship and they're real close. And so, as you know, in the real world, 
it, <laughs> never, it never works out. Yeah. So can. that's what, I mean, that's realistic. I'm yeah. sure I'm like sure girls can have guy friends and everything and be close, but a guy yeah, absolutely can, cannot. Under no circumstance could You have. can have a friend that's a girl, but a close friend, no, nah, it's just not going to happen. And here, I'll take a stance on this. I never really take stances on the podcast. Here's the stance on that. If there's a guy that says, oh, no, I have a friend that's a girl, it's the only reason she's your friend is because she won't sleep with you. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the John Hunter stamp of fucking fact. <laughs> <laughs> that's his facts his stance facts that's my stone cold lock of the century <laughs> put it in <laughs> but uh, yes yeah, so right, you can so... you can already see that the tension was already built up uh you know as they were explaining and driving up to the house like you can kind of tell oh there's gonna be a problem because mm-hmm. while well, they they had a you know the one of the first scenes when they got to the house they're walking on the beach and uh, can to his brother's wife about his close relationship with his girlfriend. So, well, I guess they're both, it wasn't his wife. It was, they're both, none of them are married. They're both. So, uh, now we can jump into the the actual, like the breakdown of those characters. So there's not too many characters in it. It's like a smaller, smaller cast. Um, Dan Dan Stevens, the one I I take it. He's probably the older brother, Charlie. Yeah. Um, Dan Stevens been in a couple things. Uh, most notably like for the horror fans, the guest, uh, made by the same guys that made your next. He was the main character in there. That was, uh, uh, I get like a family there. The dad gets killed and he was like in the same, um, army group as him. And like, he comes back to take the family, but not everything's as, as it seems like he, he was real good in that. Like he's the, all the acting was good in this, but, uh, uh, Dan Stevens was solid in this. And then you had his significant other played by Allison Brie. Um, Woo-woo. Which, yeah, Allison Brie in in real life uh, is Dave Franco's wife somehow. Like, did you yeah. see that story that came out? How they met? Oh yeah, I saw that. That was that sent shivers down my body hearing that story. <laughs> Evidently, that, they met at Mardi Gras a few years ago and just stayed up for like three days straight doing for, yeah drugs and banging. <laughs> which is at like Mardi Gras. that's how you. That's how you know it's that's how you know it's true love. They were having that bayou sex. Down in the bayou. Co- and that's how Cocho. that's how Joe Burrow was born. <laughs> that son of gun's gonna throw sixty touchdown passes this year. Not sure he's on the bangles. He's getting sacked <laughs> Yeah, and AJ Green is probably not playing, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. Yeah, fuck it. But yeah, um, Allison Al- Green plays his girlfriend. Yeah, Michelle. Um, she's most known, uh, big role in Community, great TV show. She uh, was in the Netflix show Glow. What else? I saw she was in something else that I didn't realize she was in. She's also this. in America's Search History. <laughs> oh God. Oh, she uh, she played uh, Diane in BoJack Horseman, which that show got kind of. I shady, saw. Like, it was great at the beginning. I saw like a couple episodes of that. Uh, look, more nepotism. She was in uh, James Franco's The Disaster Artist. As whom? Amber. <laughs> is that the is that the right is that the right gramma- grammatical usage of whom? I don't know. <laughs> I never learned. Uh, you know, I I'd say it is. I absolutely would say it is. Most importantly, your favorite role. She is. Uh, she voices Unikitty in uh, the Lego movies. So. Oh God, man! If I, I know I have her Lego action figure actually from that. I lost the head though. 
Uh, she does have a little bit of a horror background. She played Rebecca Walters in Scream 4. Oh, horror. Okay. Horror. Okay. Makes... All right, we're moving on to the next one. You're, <laughs> out, of, you're, out, of, you're out of hand. <laughs> um, then you had uh, Mina, who is the... I forget what her origin was, but she thought the guy was racist, played by she, Sheila Band. Sheila? Um, she was, hey, uh, wasn't she in that band with Prince? <laughs> that was... Uh... <laughs> Oh, what was his no, name? Actually, Shalimar. Was... Shalimar. Yeah. Oh, you know, like oh, oh, she. <laughs> yeah, she played. She was like a Middle Eastern or something because her her name was like I think her name had Muhammad in it. it might have been her last name or middle. Maybe name. I don't. Or know. it sounded like it when she said it. She said it real quick, and it sounded. It was definitely Middle Eastern because she brought it up about yeah. saying well, how she uh she she was. She did well in the role. She, I imagine it was, I obviously haven't seen the script, but acted it. Yeah. To, to what it was, what it was meant to be. Um, she has a little bit of a horror background too. She was in uh, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, uh, which came out of 2014. It's not a bad one, turns out. Like the twist is she's the main character. She's the girl. Um, she's a vampire. That's, that's, that's what it that's is. It. And yeah, it is. Basically, she's a girl walks home at night. They were going to like, mugger or rape or whatever and then turns out she's a man it's like hey sometimes you get the bull and sometimes you get the horns or the horns yeah. uh she was also in argo with your boy uh ben affleck that's a good one i like argo yeah not to except be for except argo <laughs> also a good movie i think his name is steve <laughs> yeah shout out steve buscemi <laughs> Uh, but she also did a a good job uh, conveying yes. that she was cast for. Definitely a 2020 uh, character for sure. Um, yeah, a lot of modern day problems. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm not um, saying that there aren't. Very we believable. Encounter very, them, we we very, encounter them like all the time in our day to day life. There is racist piece of shits out there, but like she just was so quick to pin it on on it was her race, but it could have most likely maybe been sexist or also that it was you were sending applications to a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the last main character of the four, you have Josh, played by Jeremy Allen White, who's most or as I like to I like to refer him as Jaw. Lip. It's lip. <laughs> <laughs> that is lip. actually really funny how his initials is Jaw and his character on Shameless is Lip. That's my, that's my, oh yeah, it's Jaw, but Jaw Rule. Yeah, I like to, I like to refer to him as Jaw. Okay. Jeremy Allen White. It's just <laughs> but uh, he's most famous for Lip on uh, Shameless. He was also in that terrible movie 43, ever seen that dog shit? Uh, yeah, I did. He was, he I, played, he I was that awkward that. kid. Yeah, <laughs> I went and saw Homeschooled. I went and saw that at uh, the theaters, and that, like I, I've still to this day never walked out of a movie. But when it ended, I was just like, "How, how does people get money to make this kind of stuff?" You know, it makes you really believe that you can make a movie. You Except know, for that be, movie had like so many famous people in it too. You know what? Uh, you know, it would be even better. Like walking out of a movie at a movie theater is one thing. Walking out of a movie at a drive-in, just like peeling out, so you're disgust for the movie. Well, that, that's the thing too. When it started, get, how about when the second movie of Evil Dead started getting gory? How many people up and left? Yeah. Well, I was getting late. They probably only came for the first one. That's what she said. 
Yeah, they probably never heard of it, honestly. But there were a lot of people there for a Tuesday night, surprisingly. Yeah, there, it was a... there's a lot of young ones, though, so that's probably why they left, because they don't understand. Uh, well, we how... were the only degenerates that were sitting in, in a drive-in on a, a Tuesday. Just I hope in the car door and, like, a waterfall of them just, like, <laughs> fell out. <laughs> You're just thinking, what am I doing with my life? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Um... But he basically, you said it during the movie, it was kind of spot on. He could be like, this could have been like, because I guess apparently he went to jail or whatever, then was like, out. That was one of the worries they had when he gets an argument with the one guy and accidentally kills him. And he's like, the, his old brother's like, he can't, Josh can't go back to jail. And it's like thinking, yeah. you said it, you're like, this could just be like lip like years yeah, later. Just, yeah, just later on after he left Chicago or whatever, because uh he, like in the movie, he did end up getting like in a fist fight and being the shit out of one of the guys. So like he kind of still had that background with Lip, who just would always just be in fights and beating people up. Yeah. Um, and then like the last main character you got, actually, there's one more I saw here. I'm gonna give a shout out to, but the the last like speaking role guy, to- uh, Toby Huss, he played Taylor. He was like the caretaker of the house who turns turns out he said his brother owns it. Um, he, he played a really good, like creepier, like awkward guy. Like some of the things he would say where he was like, I feel like, I don't know, just like the way he phrased things. Like he, yeah, he he was standoffish. Cause like we said, like they were kind of throwing heat at him for like kind of accusing him of being sexist or racist. And he kind of was throwing it back. Like in the beginning, when they went to the house, the one, um, I think it was, uh, Mina's character, uh, Mina, the Sheila Vance character. She was like do you oh, own this place? Oh, and Sheila. <laughs> she was like, do you own this place? And he just looked at her and was like, it's my brother's place. Why? Because, you know, he didn't look like he had the means to afford a house like that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I want to was- say one last thing about Sheila. And this is, so when I used to work at this loan office, we had this um, cleaner that would come in at night. Um, she her name was Sheila, so that's where it connects together. And <laughs> she she was like create like she always used to get so mad at me because I'm like a messy person and like the trash can underneath like my desk in my office area was like just I'd have like all kinds of cans of energy drink like it was just disgusting porn <laughs> out. She's like she's like damn it I'm gonna choke you but like jokingly yeah. and I always get to talking to her because I was always working late. She um she tells her her day job was a cleaner as well and what she would do is she would clean one of like the children's hospitals but she would clean the specific ward that had like severely like mentally impaired people that were just like nuts like young kids that were like they just oh, man. barely function but like were nuts like crazy like throwing shit biting people and she said the most ridiculous thing to me one time she's like john she's like if i ever had a kid like that i would stand out on my front porch i would smoke crack until children's services come and took that kid away and i was like wait oh, what oh, sheila oh, and that's why i always remember sheila <laughs> And uh, you could tell that was in Ohio. No, no, no. This was uh, what? This still in PA. Yeah, this was over. Oh in Monro- my god! This was over in Monroeville. As, hey, shit! Right, Plot right, twist. Right up over the hill from uh, the old uh, Monroe Mall where they filmed Dawn of the Dead. Uh yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Hor- little horror connection there. I, I hate bringing it all back around. And there but, it is. Uh, back to T- Toby Huss. Uh, he um. 
he's he's a character actor. He's been in some things. Uh, wrapping it up to horror here, he was actually uh, he was in 2018's Halloween. He played the dad Ray that had that funny line about uh, oh I got peanut butter on my dick. <laughs> Michael Myers also kills him. <laughs> such is life. Hey, yeah, such is life. Uh, other crazy thing about Toby Huss that I you would never know. He voices Khan on King of the Hill. Their wow. their Asian neighbor. Like what? He's not even close to He's Asian. Like, no, not at all. You would never suspect it from this guy. He voiced him from 97 to 2010, dude. That's nuts. That is. He was also in Reno 911. Good. Hey, good yep. for He looks like good. a video game character. He was yeah. also in Pete and Pete. No way. Was that he looked familiar? Was he the dad? Little known fact for the podcast here. That was my favorite 90s kids TV show, Pete and Pete on Nickelodeon. Shout out Polaris. Great, great theme. Hey, song smiling the strange. I'm not gonna sing on here no more. I'm already saying that. I sang Sheila. Bring out the worst of me. <laughs> oh shit. All right, and then to our last cast member before we get into our pros and cons here, I would just want to give out a shout out to Chunk. He played Reggie, their dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that dog. Uh, the dog. I had a problem with that because the movie normally, like it, when a horror movie has a dog in it, you know that that dog is going to get hurt or killed or something. Like I'm glad, I'm glad he didn't, but he yeah, I'm glad did, he, but like, he did get hardcore he, neglected. He he served zero purpose, like zero. He went missing. Um, the caretaker played by Toby Haas came over. And, He's like, I also uh, have some dogs. Yeah, and and Jaw went up to him and was like, Hey, did you steal my dog? Again, very upfront and confrontational with this guy. These people were not subtle to him at all. No. See that? All right, so we'll, we'll go into the pros and cons. We'll discuss that because that's something with this that I had. So uh, uh, let's do the pros and cons. Uh, I'll lead off. Con: um, all the characters were not—it was not that they were badly acted, but personality-wise, unlikable assholes. Um, so, like through their confrontations and the things they did in the short amount of time with their staying at the house. They just led you to believe like you weren't rooting for any of them to survive. Like uh, Char, was it Charlie? Yeah, Charlie, whose work partner was Mina, who was his brother's girlfriend. She, they got. Did they do ecstasy? Yeah, they got high on ecstasy and they banged in the shower, so they cheated. And the whole big thing that they were having discussions about is how like. Uh, they could work together and spend so much time together, but there's nothing that goes on between them. And then it does. Uh, so they're right. already unlikable. Um, then you had the brother, Josh, who he was relatively likable until he lost his cool and just beat the fuck out of this dude. His brother or his girlfriend and his brother's friendship and Michelle's character was trying to like tell him that everything's all right. You know, yeah. they're just friends. And then Michelle's reaction, instead of being like an adult about it, it's like, I'm just going to get fucked up and do a bunch of drugs. So yeah, she does. Except, except the first night when the, you know, uh, her boyfriend Charlie ended up cheating on her, she just checked out early. She, she like 
went to sleep early. And yeah, then, she was almost too trusting. Yeah, like who goes to sleep early on, on like when you have an um, Airbnb when you're out. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. Their whole point of this trip of this Airbnb was to go. Yeah, that's gonna be one of my cons because it's like it was just so like dumb. Like their whole point was to go on this like two hour hike to a waterfall, and that's it. Well, so from my own personal experience in real recent history, some people do enjoy hiking. I'm not gonna say it's me because it's not me. So I'm gonna definitely say it's not me. But I did yeah. go on a camping trip where we went on a five mile hike, and like, so like here's the thing about if you go on a five mile hike, you don't go on a five mile hike. So you hike five miles, and then you have to hike five miles back. Yeah, that's ten. But here's the thing: the, I'm, hey, the I'm not a math, that, that I'm trip, not a math trip, major, but that was a camping trip, though. The point was camping. Yeah, no, 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 no. So we already had our campsite and stuff. We went to a like a national park, and then we hiked the five miles to look at water, and then we hiked five miles back. But here's the other thing: is the day before we went kayaking, so we already had been in that water. I'd seen that water. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you also wanted to camp. These people didn't want to hike and camp. They just stayed in a really nice house just to hike two hours and see a waterfall. But here's the thing. Like, they all got – well, two of them, uh, Charlie and Mina, they got fucked up the night before with all the cheating and the ecstasy and all yeah. the hot tub and shower sex that they ended up they didn't even not go. even go. And when they – when uh <laughs> when when the other two when michelle and, and josh went they went and then they just talked about like you know their relationship with you know their, their significant, significant other yeah but you didn't even really see them hike or the waterfall or why they went up there it was literally like a 10 second scene of them hiking together and talking about it and talking yeah. about yeah so that's another past, with the cons dating. with me on this so pro is the concept's cool about running an Airbnb and then the person that owns the house, like stalking you, things like that. Um, that concept was cool, but from execution wise and like logic based things, it's like the reason they're there and that they stay there and they don't get out of it is very tenuous. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just like, why did they do this? And you could, like, these people, like, their job, they definitely seem like doctors or ve doctors are very well educated. You can tell Charlie and, uh, and Mina are because, um, at one point they're like quizzing, uh, his, he was quizzing his brother about random stuff. Yeah, I didn't look and I, I can't remember from the beginning of the movie because we were just pulling in, but I know, like, the backstory is that, like, they were celebrating because whatever company they have, whatever just got like a bunch of seed money so like they can keep doing their research or whatever it was that they were doing yeah so yeah, some sort of scientist or something but so they're really smart people and then they just decided to uh have go, very bad decisions yeah go go up to get an airbnb at a really nice place instead of like camping to hike and then hike two hours and then they ended up not doing any of that because yeah. they did drugs and cheated yeah. Yeah, so this is one thing. Like, I know some people are different. Some people go anywhere and get fucked up. But, like, I like to get, like, messed up in a situation where I know that, like, I'm in a place where, like, I can be, you know, not, like, somebody else's place where if I got messed up and then someone's house gets messed right. up. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, like, the other thing, like, you're saying about being intelligent people making bad decisions. So the whole, like, linchpin of the movie is the next day when she's taking a shower she looks up and realizes there was a camera in the shower 
So she starts right. thinking that that guy Toby, played by Toby, um, what was his character name? Taylor, like the, the caretaker. Taylor, the, the caretaker, had been secretly filming them, and he, she's like, "This motherfucker, like, freaking out," and like, she wants to call a cop. He's like, "No, we can't," because he has that footage. Um, and we we're talking about it during the movie, and you, you hit it spot on. Like, if you went to the cops, it's not like your significant others are going to see like the video of yeah, them banging it. They don't release like video. Like, hey, we found all these video of the other people. Like, yeah. you want to watch it? <laughs> Yeah, if it if it like went to court somehow, then maybe it would be brought up. But there's no way that would be even go to court because he has the footage. It's his. Like, you know, yeah. the cops won't be like, okay, we confiscated the footage. Oh, but you can get here's to see it, and you can also see the thirty other videos of random people that he has. Here. Yeah, and then there's the thing: it. if he wants to start blackmailing you and stuff like that, like the laws and court cases and the yeah. precedents they have for like revenge porn and shit like that. Like that guy's just burying himself even yeah more. so uh, their 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 only solution to that it was so very the, quick was just to ignore it and then leave <laughs> so that that's the thing that i have that's like so it's the whole linchpin the pivot point of the movie and it's like the logic that goes into that's very bad so it definitely that takes a hit on the story overall um, right but then I, I guess they keep it together where the next time he comes to the house to work on the hot tub, uh, she confronts him like, hey, we know. And, all and he's like, what are you talking about? And here's the voices. And then Josh comes and attacks him because he thinks that she that he's attacking his girlfriend and beats the shit out of him. Yeah. And then I guess then like that's when the, the, the it be, turns into the slasher movie there when the killer yeah. was outside watching the whole time. Um sneaks in while they're arguing and and suffocates the guy to make sure he's actually dead. So then they think that, oh, he actually hit him too hard to eat him. Um, and then they, they retread on some like old cliches. Like, it's I I know what you did last summer. They decide, like, we're, gonna, we're making a pact here. Yeah. We're getting rid of the body. Yeah. And, like, their whole, like, thinking of it, like, the, <laughs> their thinking of it is just, it like wouldn't make sense because like they're educated people. There's no way with all the fingerprints and all the mistakes they made that they, it's an Airbnb. They know who rented it out. Like if, when the guy goes missing, like they're going to be the first people that are going to be talked to. And one of them's going to crack. And you know that for, she was not in with it at all. She went like in the other room and like tried to see. Yeah, she must be having like a bad time three. too because she was high on ecstasy. She was, she was the only one, yeah. The second night she was the only one. She took like a whole bunch of Molly and the other three were the ones that were cleaning it up and like you see him put like his toolbox back in his truck. Uh, yeah. They like drag him to the edge of the cliff and try and throw him so off. So spot on from from um what I was saying before about the characters being likable. So we didn't talk about when they, the other two still went on the hike and um, the two that hooked up stayed back. They were supposed to watch Josh's dog <laughs> and they just forgot. Yeah. It was, out, it was outside <laughs> the whole day. And he comes home like after 12 hours. Yeah, the part I had, the part I had dog. an issue with that is like, I've had dogs my whole life. You know, something that dogs love doing is just running around in nature. Like what's hike, what's yeah. hiking. Like they, yeah. you could have took your dog with you. Instead you left them on the side of like a mountain cliff. Like, what do you think? Like, <laughs> He goes back like the dog could have fell over the fucking mountain. Like, yeah, that's why you probably should have taken him with you. Yeah. Um, but she 
Allison Bree's character, Michelle, had the funniest line because they're panicking and it's dark out and they're like, We can't find the dog. Where the fuck's the dog? Like yelling and she's all high and she's like, Oh, they lost the dog. Classic. Yeah, and she starts like laughing. She gives out like a chuckle. <laughs> but yeah, yeah they, but that, uh, that... they just didn't. After they thought that Josh's character killed uh, Taylor, the caretaker, uh, their immediate reaction is to just, you know, oh let's hide the evidence like why like it, it is very clear that uh one you already know there's cameras in the place because you already found them which is why yeah. you confronted him in the first place so there's a good chance that that confrontation was caught on film number two well that was their uh, next thing is try to find out like where they were, the receiver was and stuff like that but... yes yeah. so number two he comes in and beats him up and uh you know, if they just call the cops, you know, all, for the, all their knowledge is that he hit him too hard because he thought that he was uh, attacking her attacking his that, wife. Yeah. Well, that he kind of was. He he kind of did like push her or something because she got in his face. So the caretaker did yeah. like push him, and he came in and beat him. So that like is self defense. I mean, he wouldn't have gotten off. He would have definitely. Got yeah, but there's a certain there's a certain thing like when someone's down that you keep beating them and like he could have got a manslaughter charge because like, yeah in the crime of passion like a heat of passion yeah like, he's definitely he... serving jail time but you can also you know depend like a smart person still but, would just but that, call that goes cops. back to i'm saying like my, my initial con was like the whole pivot point of the movie is them realizing that they were caught on camera in the shower and if you would just call the cops then like this whole thing goes away yeah and the reason why they didn't call the cops is because they didn't want uh, him to go back to jail, but the real reason was the other two didn't want the cops coming in and, I guess, like, asking, like, well, why'd you get in the argument? Because the argument was about the camera, and that's why yeah. she would. they didn't want to be like, oh, well, we actually fucked yeah, in that they, shower. <laughs> they dug themselves a bigger hole there. Um, but then if you can look past that, after that, the transition, after they're trying to get rid of the body and stuff like that, I thought that was still pretty strong, like how he set up like the traps, like he put the spike strip when they when Allison tried to drive away on the car. Um, right. So there was I a like how guy. He, the the killer was like sadistic and like he was yeah. sending like the video to like the significant others that didn't know already. Like that's what made Michelle also, leave initially. I, I also liked how so the whole time they're setting it up, like the t- Taylor, the caretaker, is the guy that's watching them, and it's not until he gets beaten up and you see the guy come in like you don't see him you just see like his back and he's wearing black leather gloves mm-hmm. he suffocates them while they're outside arguing and that's when you realize he is not the like the caretaker's not the guy the peeping yeah, he's not involved yeah. yeah so there's another guy and at that point uh me and you during watching it assumed that it's the brother that owns the house so mm-hmm. and um so it wasn't that, later you find out. Yeah. I mean, it still technically could still be the brother, but most likely it's not. Yeah, well, so most likely it's not because, like you said, uh, he gets at the end, he gets another, he rents another place, and he takes all the stuff out. He takes the cameras out of that house and goes to another house and sets it up because, I mean, if you killed someone in your own house, again, he didn't clean up the bodies or anything. Like yeah. You're going to be found real quick because you own the house. So – he probably, like you said, uh, at the at the drive-in, that he just rents rents the place and then sets like all the hidden cameras up, and then like x amount of time later, waits till 
other people run it and then he just watches them and yeah because if he if he um if he were to actually buy that like that paper trail like he there'd still be a paper trail yeah um if he were to just rent out the airbnb but i'm I'm not sure there's like the specifics on that but i mean maybe yeah. you can come up with fake identity stuff like that it yeah you like can too probably hard. so that that'd be easier than getting like a deed transfer and stuff like that so yeah he's um but we'll get into that let's let's do a little couple pros here because we we went hard on it there which i i did actually i did enjoy the movie but like there was some like real hard cons there that i wanted to get out of the way that was like definitely detracted from the score um pros wise um some of the imagery especially for a first-time director like dave ranker like he did hit some of the classic horror imagery um one of my favorite things in horror movies is scenes or like you can see the killer in the background but they can't like all uh like yeah. classic Halloween and shit like that. And I like how they were doing oh, yeah. that, like, especially with the way that house was. Like there was one tracking shot that I loved where she was running to run out of the house and you keep thinking like, oh, you can see the windows. I might see him, might see him. She gets through the front door and he just comes around the house like time perfectly. Like I, I thought that was pretty cool. Right, yeah. Um and then as far as like other imagery I liked their use of fog at the end because it was like yeah. uh like that uh, was cli- awesome. a cliff on the west coast where like the fog's rolling in and like he's when he's coming down the stairs and you can just see him like come through the fog like that, that that's that's classic horror i liked it yeah i liked it a lot <laughs> uh one con that uh that i or pro i meant one pro is that you have uh no one survived you had the killer one i love that yeah I yeah love- especially like we briefly touched on it, how this could be like, he can make it into a series and like, we'll talk about how it can like the ending, how it could be that. But yeah. Um, the, you would expect for a first, like there's going to be a survivor girl or something like that. And that, that puts that yeah. like convention on its head there where it's like, there is none. Like, yeah. And that, like I was about to say it, I said it actually during the movie, cause in horror movies, it's, it's eight times out of 10. It's, a girl that is a lone survivor. Yeah, the um, final girl. Some sometimes it's a girl and a guy. Sometimes it's their significant other, but it's usually eight times out of ten always just a single girl or a combination of a girl and a guy. You know, and see, I, was, I started to think there, the there might one. not. I said she, it at one point during the movie too because I started getting the feeling when, like, after the dog ran away and they're all like came out that they're kind of pretty shitty people. That I was like, I don't think anyone's surviving. Or I don't even say that. I said that. Uh, I was like, I, I hope the killer just kills all. Right. So like that was. I did like that because like Mina is the last one left, and uh, I was like, she's if she's gonna be a lone survivor, that kind of sucks because also the way that he killed them was very quick. Like no. That's one what I was gonna. Up a, so no that one was, put up a fight. That's another one. I wasn't sure whether a pro or con. I, I guess in some aspects it's pro because it was more realistic. Like the, right. he puts them down and he kept saying they're dead, dead. <laughs> so but I, a con, I would, con wise, like, cause it did like become a slasher film. Like you want to see those more drawn out, like visceral yeah. kills. So that's what I would say. It's like half and half because I do like the quick, like realistic kills where, you know, you just got ambushed. Sorry, but like you got just sneak attacked, like you're dead. Yeah. And then, it's more realistic with, with, with four people though. One of them should have been a little bit drawn out and maybe a little bit of a fight. 
that's the Four. one I really have an issue is like Allison Brie. Like she got killed off camera and like yeah, she just looked badly brute. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't even see it. She's in her that, car. That was speaking of a, a pro, grabbed. that was a cool scene how he tried calling her phone and he could see it in the woods. So he starts running towards her and then he like hits something, hits his foot, and he looks down, and it's her body on the ground looks up and he yeah. goes, he gone gets it. That was good. And uh also he was text he took uh, the victim's phones. He took their phones and was texting yeah. the other people to like kind of lure them into the trap so that's something like what i was saying earlier like this feels almost more like an opening chapter like of a longer story because like there wasn't the space really to get a personality with the killer like some of the great right. slashers they have personalities their traits and things like that like this guy really not that he was bland he just it didn't become a slasher till like the last like 10 20 minutes and it's like he had a like a unique mask. It was kind of creepy, nothing too crazy. And like he does get stabbed a little bit the one time, and like he keeps moving and walks through the shadows. And yeah, he, you know he's tech savvy. He's he's taking their phones, texting, which I like. That it was smart. Uh, he finishes the victims off quick, so like he doesn't really have like a super like big style. And like yeah. I, I felt like if they were to do a sequel, which I saw, I read article. That, that Dave Franco hopes that he gets opportunity to because he has uh, an idea for a sequel, um, especially how this one ends. Um, yeah, he he can flesh out the killer a little bit more, give him some personality. Yeah, the killer really didn't have any personality. You don't know anything about him, um, and uh, but I do like how... which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just no. there's no like flair yeah. to him. Like, what was the yeah. one that we watched way back in high school at your house? The Collector. The Collector. I was actually going to say that, actually. I just thought about that, like, a couple minutes ago. Like, how it kind There's of reminded me traps. of The Collector. Yeah. What yeah. reminded me the most is how he was wearing those leather gloves. Yeah. And, I always like, thought The Collector's mask was stupid as hell. Though. And, like, The Collector, just, like, he just had, a like, a thing. He's just a weirdo that that's, like, what he likes to do. And this yeah. is kind of what that is. Like, he's just a weirdo that likes to watch people and, and kill them. Like... But he he killed them real fucking quick. One was off yeah. camera. The other one, uh, like he killed um when uh Josh got killed, he knocked him down and he tried to grab him. He came yeah. back and he, he flipped Hit a the hammer. hammer and used that which is it's brutal, but like they didn't like that's the one like so it needed a little bit more sound effect on there because if you make a more sickening sound and like you linger on that shot where it sticks into his head, like that could be more impactful. I thought. Yeah. So it was kind of like, it was like a, like because um, at that point Josh's character was looking for his brother because he just got texted the video and mm-hmm. uh, an audio of uh, his girlfriend talking with his brother about you know keeping it a secret. Well, then he also got the other video where his yeah girlfriend he got was just yeah he got the video of it in the shower <laughs> so he was running all over the house opening doors and closets looking for his brother and then it like obviously the last closet uh the killer was in and he just hit him in the face with the hammer fell down and then he's chasing mina and when he's running by the killer's running by josh on the ground he kind of grabs his foot like not hard just to, just to slow him down he just turns around and flips the hammer over and hits him in the temple with it and that's it like I thought that he like okay he's winding up for it he's gonna like move or roll out of the way there's gonna be like mm-hmm. a mini fight scene and he just he stuck him with it <laughs> yeah that's the thing is when the movie flipped the switch and became a slasher film like it it was quick like he didn't waste any time like it was no a, blood he really killed him. yeah there's just a little blood that came out there's like hardly any blood anywhere in this really 
he when he did kill uh charlie he did hit him a couple times like he he got the shot in that either killed him but it knocked him down and then he hit him like two or three more times on the ground yeah i don't remember what what he used to kill him though i don't know if it was a hammer or not yeah, and I thought it was kind of stupid how Mina died too. Like, I get it because it was really foggy out and you're on that cliff side, but it's yeah, kind of like didn't, not. You didn't hear the water. She ran off the cliff in the fog, and like he goes to the edge and looks down, and then just turns around, like, "Up, oh, she's dead." But like, so hey, maybe technically, if you know, if I know anything about movies, if you didn't see someone die, they might not be dead. See, that's another thing. I was thinking I had a good idea for the sequel. Like, he's. Because in the at the end he's like setting up in this like apartment. It looks like in this city, and then people are in it, and they kind of just and the movie ends. I so, liked I liked how it ended though, because like it was showing like the camera footage from that, and they were laying in bed. And next thing you know, he comes like sprint out of the closet. Yeah, like, I thought that was cool. So it, it that was, and so it, I think what actually it's I think it actually is going to happen. What's going to happen in the sequel, um, if he gets one, is he might expand and kind of tie in the characters from this first one, maybe just like a little bit more backstory about, yeah, you could do it. Maybe like this not... guy isn't so enough. Yeah. He, he has some type of relation towards these people, but I kind of like... liked it more. It's like, kind of like in the Halloween series where it was better when Michael Myers was this unknowing so just it's just random act of violence that that he came into their lives and stuff before like in the sequels they explain like oh it was her her brother that she got adopted I'm like so when they start explaining it, it's not as creepy like i like the fact that maybe this random dude does just run places like, right if you ignore like how that like, you might be able to track like oh this guy rented this place before this guy rented this place before like but if you if they could find a, like, a yeah if you can find a unique way around stuff like that i think that's creepy because you never know like how many times have you rented a place or gone to a hotel or that you don't know there but who was exactly jizzing on all the pillows so how about this since we didn't see mina died whether she slid because i I figured that she held on to the side of the cliff like slid halfway down and just like it's holding on you can't see because it's like kind of concave but but even if she fell in the water like it was a high cliff but like i mean people go cliff jumping all the time you fall so in the water, i was thinking so what if she thing. comes back in the sequel yeah. and like kind of tracks down the guy a little bit like finds out all the people that rented so she, the, the she, place before she would her be like then. this this series is like sam loomis well because she is the one that had the strongest personality in the movie too true that is a good point good so point. she does she does like have that you know what fuck you like so she probably she definitely would not like if she's alive she definitely wouldn't let it go she'd go after the guy and so maybe she'll show up at the place that he's now with the new group of people like about to kill she might show up and try and foil his plan yeah that, hey that would actually be interesting and another way she could survive so if you want to, this would actually make it very smart foreshadowing. So remember when they were trying to get rid of the body, they threw it off the the cliff and then they looked over and it turned out he hit like a ledge and was stuck on the ledge. Yeah. So what if she, when she fell off the cliff, she actually fell on a ledge. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like she either like, she's either in the water survived cause it's water. Like it's possible mm-hmm. and, or held on to the side of the cliff or yeah, caught, caught a rock and just like broke her leg. Yeah, that definitely be in there. That that would that would be uh, if they were if and when they did a sequel, would be an interesting take on it for sure. 
But yeah, it definitely makes more sense that she is alive because, like you said, that number one rule. You didn't see it. Yeah. Movies, you if you didn't, didn't see it, they're not dead. Yeah. So, other than that, do you have any other pros and cons? Um, not really. Other than it was, it took a while to get to the slasher part and even then it really wasn't slasher for how quick it yeah. was and how little blood there was yeah both um, both sides weren't particularly i honestly bad i wouldn't say particularly great either but it's almost like two two separate movies you know it was like almost, they definitely yeah, like fit a drama it's more like yeah. a drama slash thriller than it was like straight up horror but it, it, it i would it is like a horror movie yeah yeah they definitely turned the switch on that at the end um but thinking about just talking through this, a lot of the shortcomings and like the the quick deaths and things like that that we've talked about, you you can kind of it might be something you could chalk up to being Dave this first time directing. Not that he did a bad job, but like not every first movie you make is going to be like a masterpiece. Yeah, you know? I think but he did a very first, good job of for his first time. the 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 background of the character, but the development and character arch during the movie, I don't. Um, since they did yeah. die so quickly, and you never, yeah, that, really, you never got to see the confrontation between uh, Charlie and Josh, like mm-hmm. it kind of that kind of sucked because yeah. there was no, you had a good backstory because it's three fourths of the movie was just all of them talking about yeah, you know, and it was it was interesting chips and stuff yeah yeah but, so their their relationships were interesting so it kept the movie going so that that's something that that I would say is a pro is typically in a lot of horror movies especially slashers there's these one-dimensional like basically like cannon fodder characters that are just there to pad the the stats like these characters were fleshed out yeah you got like you just you know you normally you got the typical jock and their whore but they they were they were fleshed out but yeah like you're saying there they didn't like an onion (laughs) (laughs) oh girls are like onions hey that on that other screen shrek was playing tonight too (laughs) was it talladega nights was as well yeah when we were pulling out um but but what you're saying before like with character arcs like there was interesting interactions that could have played out like if he was able to confront his brother and if uh like allison Bree's character michelle when she found out instead of just getting the car and driving away like when she was pissed off if they they would have had an argument fought it out like there was a lot of just because they end up dead, unfulfilled, like arcs and interesting interactions you've seen. Yeah, like it's just like when you have someone cheat and it's your brother that you're cheating. You know, that's a, that's another thing we talked like, about. You, there I just has wanna... to be a major confrontation yeah. there between them. Yeah, we want that payoff as an audience member. But that's that's another thing uh, that I just remember to see now that we're talking about it when they he was talking to the brother on the hike when Michelle went, they went to the hike and the other two stayed back and right. they were talking in the bedroom and she was, uh, Alison Bree's character, Michelle was getting pissed off. was like, my brother, your brother was saying that like, we we're still dating another chick. Like when you started talking to me and like, even you did that to chick before, like there's a pattern here. And he's like, um, yeah. I can't recall, but it's maybe right. It's probably right. <laughs> like whatever his answer was, was the most was, like political what he, yeah, answer. What he yeah. said was whatever I said at the time, it was probably right. <laughs> <laughs> or it was probably true. 
I said I, I got to remember that because I'm going to start using that. That's pretty. It was probably true. I actually did use that. And it's like that's literally like admitting, like, yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm making stuff up here. I'm a fucking idiot. I'll just start saying that. Yeah, like. You ca- if I if I was ever was just had just the balls to just look at someone in the face and be like you know what you're right <laughs> yeah <laughs> um all right let's hop on because we we hit most of our cons there um so we'll hop into recommendations and rating I'll go first so you get a general idea here um basically I would recommend this to I, I I don't want to say the same shit I always say, but like horror fans, like we are starved for new horrors right now. Like, yeah, there's like the on demand stuff, but if you want to actually, and it, there's drive-ins most places, they're not as common as they were like way back in the day, but they're out there. Like, go out to the drive-in and and check out a movie. Like, you're not going to be disappointed. Um, could the movie have been better? Yeah, um, but it, it's entertaining, and that's the most important part. If you are a horror fan and you're feeling starved for seeing it be actually up on the big screen check this one out uh, as far as ratings goes i would give it a 6.3 um not terrible uh, definitely points off for some of the major holes uh, especially like the major point of the movie like with not going to the police when the reason for not going to the police was dumb um yeah. I, I like that. The one thing I do like about that, though, is it's not the classic modern day thing. I don't get any cell service. <laughs> I guess that's a different way to work around it. But that being yeah. said, I did just get back from my camping trip and I you texted me something. I didn't get it till I was driving home, which turned out, hey, we have a hockey game at five and I'm driving home at like three. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Got to get ready. Hey, I went. Hey, we went to the game. But uh, yeah, six point three. Uh, I would say if you're a horror fan, we, we don't got too much. We can see up in the big screen right now. Check it out for sure. Uh, not a bad score. I have one. I had was thinking of one. I had one in my head um, when we started and it actually came up when we were talking about it. Dude, that's, um, that's it, it kind of so raised I, I it. I you not. This is when what, we broke our, it down our, si- our 16th episode. So many times I go in with the number after seeing the movie and as I talk it out, um, well, you're getting and, the other and bounce ideas. Yeah. Too. And when you think about it, more, look at it at a different perspective, like it, it either boosts or lowers my score. So you're, hey, you're on the clock. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely recommend this to uh, more like the, uh, the horror fans that are like younger, 18 to 25 in age. Because uh, it does, like I said, has a 2020 feel to it. People uh, with modern relationship problems. Yeah. Like it's, it's definitely like. Because it's not your classic uh, slasher, and I know actually I've talked to like a lot of the younger people. They don't. They actually don't enjoy like Freddy Krueger and stuff like that. I don't. Hey, understand they forgot. Why, they forgot. But... Dude, honestly, I had an idea. If you were to, and they they've done it before in the series, but if you were to do a of Nightmare on Elm Street, the big thing that that gives him the power is like his fear and the people stuff like that. Like it would be like. The my tagline on the poster would be like "Who the fucks?" You can say "fuck," but like "Who the fucks?" Freddy Krueger. <laughs> like they, <laughs> the people forgot. Yeah, well, yeah, that's they forget about him. That's that's the worst thing for Freddy. They yeah. forgot. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like uh, some of the I, I guess these like some of these younger kids today they don't really like the. <sighs> 
I guess like not even just the slash, I guess like more like the serial killer and like kind of the kind of mythical thing of it. Like mm-hmm. they love like the new, like the paranormal activities, stuff that like I guess could be like realistic if you believe in that kind of stuff. And you know, like I'm afraid no ghost people being kidnapped and like yeah that, that is kind of like what today's horror is is being spied on with all this technology with the drones and the chinese like apps and everything it, way paranoid selling so you're gonna cabinets <laughs> there you go with that propaganda again dude you're gonna uh you're, i feel like in the coming years you're gonna see a lot of pandemic style horror movies for sure oh you just if you thought to. the zombie movies out and like it'll it'll be like another decade before it like cycles back days through. Later. Nope. yeah yeah we live that every day every day you turn on the tv yeah but i went to um, the goddamn gas station with the fucking mask on today like a fucking that, that's that's actually i do like i don't i like wearing the masks for the thing is like you go into a local gas station you see somebody new in like high school like you're like oh fuck talk to this yeah. guy now no one knows who you are i was down south a month and a half ago and uh there's nobody anywhere wearing masks. I don't think they ever did, but yeah, to each their own. No, but, that's why yeah. I went. I went up further up north camping, and uh, in those backwater towns, they they oh, believe God. in viruses. <laughs> yeah, no. Once, yeah. <laughs> but hey, what yeah. I know about the Allegheny and the Longahela rivers, if you dip in there, ain't no virus that's surviving. <laughs> <laughs> Swimming in the Hudson. But um, yeah, recommend it to you, the younger uh, generation Captain, of, uh, of them. I can't remember who Tom, Tom Hanks was the, in that movie. He was Captain. Captain Phillips. Yeah, he crashed that goddamn plane. Right put some spec on his name. Oh, cool. Hey, I like my captains that can land their planes on runways. Can they wear name landed on the water? It's a skill set. Fucking. No one ever talks about the real villain in that. Those geese damn keys but honestly like nothing really happened with that plane like yeah the engine blew out but it's not like they went into like a tailspin or anything or like they literally gradually went down like i mean it wasn't yeah it would suck yeah. to be on it i wouldn't i could i could have landed that plane in the river but <laughs> <laughs> but sir there's nothing wrong with the plane <laughs> i just hey. where's where's my where's my move get a hold of yourself little airplane joke for you well uh-huh old comedy oh dude this weekend at that same drive-in theater they're showing a double feature of airplane and naked gun that's both on netflix might as well stay hey long live leslie nielsen they're both on netflix i watched airplane not too long ago. yeah i watched airplane last week and i watched (laughs) all right so we're not plugging we're not plugging those movies all right Uh, but yeah all right so yeah give me your score younger generation they would love it um, uh, I was gonna go very similar to yours. I'm going six one with it. Okay. Um, originally I had it like five five five, you know five point five to a five. But oh, I thought you were gonna be the first one to take it out two decimal spaces. <laughs> I was like, no. damn, Sean, you're coming in on your first show and just changing the game. Just uh, but no, like yeah, bouncing the ideas and like dig- diving into the plot and everything. Um. Wasn't as bad as I thought it was when I left. I wasn't disappointed at all. Um, you know, six one is a good score. It's it's a movie I would definitely watch again. Uh, yeah. But in and for the people that don't don't go to the drive in, it is available on demand now uh, through IFCs like on demand uh, channels and shit like that. Um, but it's I get out, get out there and go to the drive in. If you're even worried about 
do like something. Pandemics and shit like that. Like fucking Pump money back your city, the your economy. Your yeah, we buy, spend. <laughs> <laughs> that was another thing. I give that chick at the concession score two point one because when I yeah, ordered, fuck, dude, fuck she worked. She yeah, looked listen, at me like, why listen, are you ordering me, food? Me, like, yeah, you ordered food, and I went to the concession stand. I ordered one thing because we had all the beers in the car, and I said, I'd like a large bucket of popcorn. And she looked at me and goes, you want a large bucket of popcorn? I said, yeah. She looked at me like no one's ever ordered a large bucket of popcorn. Like, yeah. I, I'm not a, like a crazy, like, whatever. Like, I'm pretty sure that's your number one selling thing. And she says to me, she goes, also... <laughs> if you eat all this popcorn, you get a free refill. And I looked at her like industry okay. standard. That's an yeah, industry I just standard. was like, okay, like what? Like who the fuck's eating a giant tub of popcorn? Even if I did, like, what if? What uh, if I just would have turned and just movies. dumped, spilled it out on the ground? I said, okay, fill it up, fill me up. Yeah, I ordered a cheeseburger and nachos, and she goes, a cheeseburger. I was like, yeah. She goes, and nachos. And I was like, yes. She, and she, she goes. You want jalapenos? She, and I was like, no. She looked at me like I ordered large popcorn wrong. Like I thought you just say, "Hey, I want a large popcorn." Yeah. Like, what was I supposed she to go out there? Like say, "Hey, excuse me, ma'am, me up with popcorn." And the weirdest part, like after I ordered and she like got it, she didn't turn around for like another five seconds to get it. She just like looked at me, and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, whatever." Yeah, so she's getting a one point two on my list. Yeah, Give her definitely. credit for being out there during a pandemic, but at the same time, like, I'm not. It's not hard to do your job. I'm not saying like whatever. Yeah. I appreciate that you're there, but like, don't look at me like I'm crazy. Also, we were parked right in front of the concession stand, and that person's lights that was facing us, two rows in front of us, was on for at least 15 minutes. So people at the concession stand definitely can see the headlights. I mean, it's a drive-in. Hey, you see, sometimes that's what you get. That's what you get. On top of that, <laughs> yeah. I think it was funny how like other people were getting mad at it, but like that's when it became funny. But it was super annoying because they were pointed direct; they were like directly in front of us, and everybody's like flashing their lights. And at one point, like beeping their horns, yeah. yeah. But like, see, that's the problem. Like when people flash their lights and honk, it's like people automatically, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they never think it's towards them. They're literally thinking in their head, "Ha, some jackass probably has their headlights on." Uh, Yeah, you. We almost we almost had a riot riot going on on a Tuesday night at the drive. (laughs) Out by the airport. <laughs> airport turning up on a Tuesday. Oh God! All right. Yeah, well, they have like airplanes that fly like right behind the screen too. It's not. It's not the greatest. Uh, that's not my number one choice for drive, but no. uh, that was the one showing the uh, double feature. I. Uh, other than that, I think that's it for the rating: six point three, six point one. Uh, general consensus check it out it's worth your time it is um so other than that just got some plugs in here at the end uh hey it's your first time with this sean so bear with me with these plugs where i mess them up all the time um if you want to reach out to us uh, emails at at huntresshorrorvision at gmail.com send us over anything if you want a movie have any questions anything you want us to check out We're very responsive there also uh very involved with our Twitter at Horrorvision. Send us a DM. Uh, we'll post shit over there. So definitely check that out. Um, we have a YouTube page that we, the podcast gets posted to it, but uh, we had some like Let's Play videos. Got a couple more I got to edit, but uh, I don't know when I'll get around to that. But that's just uh, Huntress Horrorvision. So look that up. Give us a, a follow there. 
uh, as far as the podcast, if you're listening to it, obviously you found it. Uh, if you have other preferences of where you're listening to, uh, listen to it on. Uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Um, and Stitcher. also YouTube, but if you're going to be listening to a podcast on YouTube, like, what are, you, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, Stitcher, like, we have, like, actually recently we've had, like, two or three people listen on Stitcher, which I didn't even know was a thing, but... Stitcher, I barely know her. All right, Sean, that's enough. <laughs> um, I feel like there's one other thing I got to plug that I forget. I don't know. Do we, uh... Do we take requests from viewers? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we get requests. I used to get like emails and shit when Bog was on here about him being a fucking idiot, which is like I know. I tell him all podcast. He can't help. Dumb as fuck. <laughs> Ouch. Bog knows. He knows. He's working on it. He'll be back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, other than that, any uh, closing remarks? Did you enjoy your first time, Sean? I did. Uh, hit me back. Let's. I hope to get back on the show. Um. Yeah, definitely. I'm a, I'll, I'm I'll a be movie guy. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a movie I've seen, guy. I've seen I've seen movies. You know, it's, I didn't really. My parents weren't home a lot when I was <laughs> youth. <laughs> a youth, one of them youths. Those youths. <laughs> yeah, youths. The two youths. Uh shit. Oh right, yeah, we'll definitely. I'll definitely have you back on. Uh, oh, definitely. There's gonna be some movies coming out here soon. They're, they're, hey, they're supposed show. to. Open- Movie quote game show. They're supposed to to open up the uh, regular theaters mid-August, but who knows? Nobody knows. Hey, sports are back. That's good. So everyone out there, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Or if you're not doing good things, do good things. Or if you want to, do bad things. You need villains, too. You you do. Oh, yeah. Um, Other than that, that's all we got for you here. So uh, listen to uh, the outro music. and. Keep on keeping on.